0: hello everyone happy saturday i know you're like two saturdays in a row what and i'm like i know but i had some time today and i really wanted to talk to y'all about youtube shorts so if you're into that then i hope you'll stick around i had the pleasure of being in a meeting with youtube kind of and youtube creators in this round table talking about youtube shorts on tuesday or wednesday of this week and i thought it was fascinating some of the stuff that I heard. So I want to share it with y'all and this was actually coming in from some of the YouTube staff, social media team, and they were talking about what kind of characteristics that they're looking for, for YouTube shorts that would be featured and created, or that have been created and then featured inside of their social media. So that's official YouTube sharing it on their Instagram, on their YouTube shorts, on their, Um, other social medias in Twitter, so if you're into that, then I hope you get to ask a question if you have one or just hang out. I, of course, as I do, let me show you. Let me see if I can show you here. I took notes, y'all. I took copious amounts of notes so I could come here and share it with all of you. Okay, (laughs) so we're going to be talking about this. This is straight from the mouth of babes over there, and I am so ready because I've got this giant Coffee, and I'm ready to go. And I know some of you are probably still um, waking up this morning. I get it. It's early. It's early. Okay. So, we can also, if you have specific questions about YouTube Shorts in general, totally chill. If you want to ask them, toss them in. Okay. So, a few different things that we're looking for. Number one, also. over here it's over here it's over here if you're enjoying any of the music that's coming in in the background this is all coming from creator mix this is the niman brothers and new streaming music service so you can listen i have a playlist i think i could link it if you want my specific playlist or you can also go curate your own playlist and have free music for your TikTok or streaming or whatnot and uh, check it out so Creator support creators and on that note, this is a uh, a fellow creators merch. So if you can, right, support your fellow creators. So what we know about YouTube Shorts right now, if you have never heard of YouTube Shorts, so they're going to be vertical videos, usually taller than they are, wide, right? And they're going to be under 60 seconds. And originally it was rolled out in India and now it should be available to everyone. And if it's not available to you, which would be weird, you can still upload a normal... um, Style of video process and have the nine by sixteen or four by five vertical video, and then as long as it's under sixty seconds, um, it could qualify as a short. Why some people want to do shorts? There's going to be additional monetization options, including things like the YouTube Shorts Creator Fund, which is a one hundred million dollar fund, which is going to be a bonus. Um, eligible type of system for people who are using YouTube shorts and that can be anywhere from you know a little bit of money up to a maximum of $10,000 per month and an additional bonus with that is going to be this is also available to people who are not eligible to be in the YPP or countries that aren't even eligible to be as part of the YouTube partner program. So there are actually then monetization options for people who even aren't in the YPP, so that's kind of cool there as well. And um, oh, hello, Sammy Superstar! Great to see you. Thanks for being here. We're talking YouTube Shorts. I had a meeting with YouTube and YouTube other creators, and we we're talking about with their social media team things that they're looking for um, if they were looking to reshare or broadcast creator shorts how you would have a higher likelihood of being featured on their social media handles. Um, and so there's going to be some stuff and guidelines we're going to talk about. So if you're into that, thumbs up, thumbs up. Okay. Um, so we're talking a little bit about YouTube shorts. Also, have you tried any shorts? Anyone who is watching, let me know if you've tried any shorts yet. And for some people I know they're like, Oh, it's not part of my strategy. And that's okay, but I will say as um, seeing the tide, right, we now have TikTok that has surpassed YouTube and like watch time and a lot of the traffic is going there and YouTube is definitely not going to just have that be um, the be all end all of it. And you know, you know, Instagram has said they are primarily not just a photo sharing site and they have a lot of video stuff that they want to share and have people share, right? Hello, Adam's exploits. No yard sales. Oh, it's raining cats and dogs. I I'm prepared because I've got like this huge giant ass coffee to be talking about YouTube shorts for a bit. The only hard stop I have is at some point I have to go. So today is the day where I'm taking my puppies to get their hair cut. It's been long enough. So please let me know. Are you using YouTube shorts? Are you What are your general vibes and feelings about YouTube shorts so far? Now, one of the things that they were talking about, um, and this is from the official YouTube social media team. Okay. We are looking for, it says there's general vibes, content buckets and engaging content. So here are just some like things that they're looking of. Right? So, Their analogy was, if you were about to sit down at the bus station and you were waiting for the bus and you just opened up and flipped on your phone and happened to come across a YouTube short, what in the first three seconds, which is the most important, that first impression, what would grab someone's attention and make them be interested or make them like stop or make them like intrigued? Right. So it could be something that is like um, they had some examples like there was a strawberry that basically had someone like taking a needle and like sucking out one of the seeds and you're like, whoa, what is this? Right. Or something that alludes to something that is coming like this is a practical joke or something that's going to be happening. Um, So you have to kind of hit them quickly with setting the scene or something very strange in, in a visual type of representation that makes them like take a moment to be like whoa what did i just see what did i just see this is weird so we want to pique curiosity quickly okay and one thing that they also mentioned is because youtube is such a global audience right a lot of us here based in um maybe the united states or english speaking countries we tend to see things like with a lot of text or with a lot of dialogue and they said sometimes that can be a Hindrance to them being able to share things globally because if you have to be able to read a whole bunch of things, um, a lot of the time it's not going to be able to be translated enough quickly, or it should make sense even without uh, the dialogue. So they had an example where you can see that someone is going to do a practical joke by like pretending to be a mannequin. You don't need to be able to speak English to understand that. to understand the impact of that joke and so it was one of those where it's like you really don't even have to have words sometimes and then if you do it can be a bonus but if you can still get the message across without um, even speaking or having like the text on the screen then it is a higher likelihood of being able to be shared globally and having people understand even if they don't understand the language hopefully that makes sense so I have been saying this for a while, but I need to learn an easy editing program and repurpose some clips from my live streams into shorts or short videos. Absolutely. Yeah. I have been playing around with Descript. Um, I think I've talked to you guys about Descript, but one thing I like about it is after I throw the video in, it brings up an entire transcript of my live stream. And so I did this with the last video that I did. I was doing that YouTube Q and a, and then I just, Ripped out a little portion of it and did a short clip about that evergreen versus browse type of content or popular content. And I just ripped that out and put it in. And so I did some of that in Descript and then I also ran it through Final Cut Pro to like export it. But you could do it inside of Descript as well. So you might want to check out Descript. I've been really, really loving it. But um, it also, you can do like little audiograms and have like the little words be highlighted as they're being spoken which is kind of cool. And then you can basically edit like a text document like you would a Google Doc, and then if you have trained it with your voice, you can have it even you know, fix some of that. But you can export little clipits as well. Snippets, clipits, <laughs> clips or snippets from there as well. So, it might be something worth checking out. Let me know if you want. I have a, a link. I have an affiliate link I just got signed up. <laughs> but um, so one of the things that they're talking about is can you pique curiosity quickly and can you be dialogue agnostic? And I was like, ooh, that is a good point because of the fact that they are so global. So it's um, a good question. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Um, so let's see here, I don't worry about it sometimes because um, you know, I am a Mac for everything. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even know. It's a good it's a good question though. Happy customers get started. Let's see here, video editing. Yeah, so I know you can do video editing. You can do, oh yeah, I forgot. I am doing my captions in there too. I like clip it's, Michael Kinney, great to see ya. Um, download, let's take a look here. If your download didn't start, try again. It might be Mac only. I hate to break it to you. I'm so sorry. I am. Oh no, no, no. Windows 10 or higher uh, or or newer. It says, so no, it, it does uh, accept windows. There you go. There you go. Um, good to know. Actually, did I update my video to actually include that I'm just curious now we'll get there so oh hello hi Luis great to see you yeah clip we're gonna make it a thing we're gonna make it a thing you hear it here first um, okay so without words without captions if you can make it language agnostic and catch someone's attention right away we're on the right type of path also There are a few different types of buckets that they have. The one they were talking about, like, is it memes and comedy? Is it, like, fashion and beauty, right? Is it, like, sports? And when they talk about sports, they're talking about trick shots. You know, so how do we make some of these things, like, interesting? And um let me see here. So they have um, these different genres. This is how they're classifying stuff. So they'll say, like, hobbies. So this is going to be, like printing things 3d things crafting things right and then they said that there's a ton of people who are doing gaming shorts and it can be fascinating and interesting if you can stick to some basic principles right they also said animation stop motion and things that are engaging to a global audience if it's visually interesting like art from a beginning to end um, type of sketching that could be fascinating or watching someone do an entire cross stitch or watching someone do all these different types of activities can be really, really fascinating um, front to back and doing that kind of time lapsey or making it interesting in some way. So that's why a lot of people are fascinated with stuff like that. And so it can be a really great way to bring in that new audience. Okay. So a few things they want people to realize. You still need to adhere to the community guidelines. And so they're looking for this specifically. They want, like, you don't want to be smoking. You don't want to be engaging in um, acts of violence. Maybe things that are completely too controversial. um, Stuff like that. Clippets and her puppies are getting Clippets today. They are. They're getting their haircut later today. (laughs) They're going to be so cute. They're so fuzzy right now. Um, They're going to be so cute, though. So this is also stuff that they're looking for. And then you want to pay attention to, they were saying like um, holidays and world events. So it may be something that you look at a calendar for not just events in your own country, but it could be something, um, around the world where, or maybe something, some specific type of event. So, you know, it could have been something if they were looking for star Wars day or something like that, they were talking about, um, they sometimes are looking for enough content for, specific events that are happening. So right now it might be like AAPI, right? Asian American Pacific Islander um, Awareness, or it could have been, you know, um, during February with some like holiday or, you know, um, sometimes they're saying that they're looking for content for something specifically, and there isn't enough of it um, for a holiday or something. So if you are someone who can look at a calendar and and put some of that stuff in there beforehand, and when they're looking for it, they might be able to find it. And then there you go. That's kind of a cool thing. Also, um, they had something called soft pranks. And what they mean by that is not like, Think like America's America's funniest home videos, where it used to be like it's always great because you know you want to see someone like trip and fall down, but you don't want to see someone where they're like potentially really getting hurt, you know, falling off the side of a building. You know, you're probably gonna get flagged for community viola- violations in guidelines for that because it's in you know, dangerous acts or something like that. And they're not going to promote something like that. But if it was the prank that they had, which was the person who was dressed in like a mannequin costume, and you know that they're going to prank someone because they're standing in the middle of a bunch of mannequins, then it's kind of like, it's indicating they're saying it's a soft prank because no one's really going to get hurt unless the person trips, falls down, and like hits their head, right? It's not someone getting hit with a baseball bat and, oh, that would be awful, or a baseball, right? And and stuff like that. It's not someone doing a skateboarding trick and then landing on the pavement and eating it. And then you see a whole bunch of like blood and stuff happening. So the soft prank is something where, you know, it's not going to have a lot of people like really being hurt and it's still comical and funny. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay. And then they're saying that you want to be able to make something with, um, setting it up in the beginning where you can, kind of almost allude to like what's gonna happen, but you're fascinated and you wanna see it anyway. So that can be something. And then if you have interesting visuals and short and sweet. So one of the things that they said is, we see shorts that are really, really great, but if they're 58 seconds, it can be harder for us to wanna select them to share on our socials because of the fact that if we're gonna put it, let's say, and share it in our stories and it can only be 15 seconds, um, we're not gonna like cut it off. um, So if it can be under 15, 20 seconds, then we can put it out in a a tweet in its entirety or we can put it out in an Instagram story or YouTube story in its entirety. We don't want to have to like cut things up. So if you can, 15 to 20 seconds, right, or like the 15 seconds, which is in the timer, if you can keep it under 15 seconds, even better because it's easier for us to share in its entirety, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram Reels, they mentioned Instagram Reels, or on YouTube stories or YouTube shorts itself. Right. So we're like, if you make it easier for us to be able to share all of it, um, under a certain time frame, then the likelihood or can increase. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then another thing that they were talking about is, um, a lot of the ones that they will not share some, I, I loved it because they shared some that had been, um, like, viewed or submitted from people inside of the roundtable or group. And then they said, we would love this, but we can't share it. And here's why. And this was fascinating to me because you rarely get to hear the reasons why something doesn't, right? You it's always like do this, do this, and maybe a couple of don'ts, but actually hearing from someone, this is why we couldn't pick this one or we think it's great, but we can't use it because this reason. So one of them was doing um it was like celebrity photos if you have something that has a lot of celebrity photos in it, whether it's you're reacting to the Met Fashion Gala or um, you know, you're know you talking about certain things that have happened in the legal sense or you're talking about you know just celebrity gossip or something like that, if you start to use a lot of celebrity images, then it poses a risk for them to be vulnerable for copyright for a lot of the photos and stuff used, so they just won't touch it instead. So they'll say it could be really fascinating content, but if it has celebrity photos in it, because we don't have releases, because all of that kind of stuff, like we're not gonna, we're probably just gonna like hands off and not not touch that. And I was like, okay, that's a a really good point because copyright issues could come up and then it's like, oh, are they gonna go after the creator? Are they gonna go after YouTube as the new distributor because they shared it? And so it's just like, we don't wanna, we don't wanna touch that, right? So I thought that was good to know. Also, um. food content. I thought this was fascinating. They said food content itself is fun to watch. However, if you want it to get to the level where they're sharing it, it's going to have to be something like more outrageous or weird or um, fascinating in some other way. So they were like, yeah, that strawberry having the seeds taken off with a pair of like or with a needle and tweezers or something uh, is more fascinating than let's make a hamburger, you know, and it's like, hey, it's great, but it's not that fascinating. Like lots of people make hamburgers. And now if you made like a hamburger with three pounds of meat and blah, 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 and then tried to finish it all in 15 seconds, I mean, that would be something, but like other than that, it's like, yeah, it's cute, but it's not gonna. So that's where they're like, if it's, you know, a cat making your smoothie, which is one that they shared, or if it's um, something happening where, um, some other type of thing that is like mixed in and makes it fascinating. Right. Then they're more interested in being able to share that because they're like, yeah, it's great. You made candy, but it's like, is it candy that looks like a wizard that like is now smoking (laughs) or like, you know, with like with smoke coming off of it, not like cigarette smoking because they wouldn't share that because that would be like prohibited type of content. Oh my gosh, we have a Shelly Squad member. Oh, I'm so excited. Adam, thank you so much for joining. Okay, everyone protect your ears. I don't know why, when I play this um, little clip it, snippet of music, it's just super loud and I haven't tinkered with it enough to, um, I just haven't tinkered with it enough to fix it and equalize it all. So um, protect your eardrums. We're gonna play a new little, new member welcome. Here we go, let me find it, let me find it. Boom. Here we go. Protect your eardrums in three, two, one. Thank you so much for becoming a channel member. Appreciate you. That's rad. That's rad. Appreciate you. Um, If you want to join the channel memberships, make sure you hit that button down below and hit join because we're super cool, awesome people. And sometimes uh, once a month, actually we do members only live streams where we'll do a live stream and you guys can submit questions. And actually we decided that next month is going to be a free for all where um, I'll put in a link into our community only post. And then if you guys want to, you guys can pop in and we can have a chat and that will be um, next month's members only live stream, but anybody can watch it, but only members will be able to chat or come into the live stream. So that's what you guys voted on. And that's what we'll be doing next month. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. (laughs) So if you want to be part of that crew, then make sure you uh, join. Also, we have a discord. And so if you haven't yet there, I believe someone remind me if it's not true. Um, I believe that there's a link to the discord in the Description If there isn't, um, I know I have it and I can put it in there. But there is rooms for anyone, it's open to anyone, but there are specific rooms as well, only open to channel members. So if you're on Discord, let me know and we'll get you into those rooms. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Adam. Appreciate you. So we've talked about outrageous foods. Okay, so they were saying more, it's like straightforward equals boring. So there has to be almost like a, and then they said, has to, you know, like in quotes, strange element. So if it's confusion, if it's outrageousness, if it's, you know, um, like strange in the way of like size differentials, like it's mini or it's like, it's gigantic. Um, they're not really just looking for straightforward food. <laughs> so. And then they said, Oh, I thought this was fascinating. They said, using music could decrease the likelihood of it being able to be shared on other social medias. And this is because, you know, they've already arranged music licenses for YouTube shorts inside of YouTube shorts, but it doesn't necessarily mean, or it, it, it won't, right? You can't necessarily use that music then on Instagram on, to share it as a real Correct. So if you have it already baked into it and it's like you're lip syncing to specific lyrics of a song, they're like, yeah, it's a lot harder for us because if we take it to another platform, sometimes if we love it, um, we might try and like put other music on it and like swap out other music, one that's legal for that site that we're on. But if you're lip syncing, then obviously the words and the mouth movement isn't going to match up. So it makes it harder for us to use that. So it's either, um, one of those where it's almost better not to use music or (laughs) not to have it be like around the music. So don't be lip syncing. Um, don't be dancing to the specific song. Don't be, um, doing movements that are exactly in relation to the lyrics, because if they can't swap out a different piece of music, or if there's dialogue that you're doing and then interspersing with music and makes it harder for them to just slap on a piece of music, um, to replace it, then they won't use it because it's (laughs) because they don't want to deal with copyright on other platforms. Right. And they're probably not going to go on your behalf and try and find the same song and line it up and make sure no, they're just looking to reshare things quickly. So that would make it harder for them. So they're just not going to do it. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) Right. Um, okay. So this is especially true when it comes to Instagram. They said and Twitter. Okay, they said gif friendly for community tab. Oh oh oh. Okay, they said if you have like a video that's really short and could maybe fit into like a square type of um, thing if they were to squish it down and create a gif, gif, However you want to do it. Um, however you want to say it. It's fine. We don't have to. We don't have to fight about it today they said if it's gifable, able and friendly for that, they might be able to use it, um, create, let's say if it's a five-second, you know, quick little hit. And if they can create a, a gif without, you know, because it doesn't have audio and it still makes sense, they might actually share it on their community tab of their YouTube socials as well, of their channels, because they're like, This is a great way for us to be able to share something as well. So especially if you can, within the five seconds or so that most video files would be to turn into a GIF, if it's still going to be catching language, agnostic, not violating community guidelines, still um, fascinating in some way, if you can do that in five seconds, we'll turn it into a GIF and share it if we can't share it on other socials. So I thought that was cool. Okay. Product reviews. Okay. They said product reviews with, oh my gosh, I can't even read my own handwriting y'all product reviews with lenses because it looks like, I can't read my handwriting (laughs) y'all look at this scribble. Can you guys read it? It says product reviews with something. I can't (laughs) read it. Oh my green screen is on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me turn that off. Dang it. I forgot about that. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Tom, I did try and take your advice. I did rip out the section that we talked about last Saturday and I threw it on as a separate video. It totally tanked. Yeah. We had, I think we are now crossing 50 views on that video, but you know, I still put it out there. I thought it was good. Um, Okay. So product, (laughs) thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It forgot that after, when I hit the, um, the button for the new channel member, it, shoves me back into the camera one that has green screen on it so you guys have to remind me and i, I will also have to change that button what it's um, what scene it's tied to because that's my fault <laughs> so it says product reviews though if you're using um, a youtube short and you're doing a product review most of the time that is not going to be shared by youtube i thought this was fascinating because youtube does not want to be in the position of endorsing any products right so if it's um buy this coffee or buy this mug or buy this whatever and you're doing an Amazon favorites type of review and like here's like two items you have to have this coffee and this mug or whatever my favorite straw they're not going to share that most likely because one they're it's not like YouTube is going to put an affiliate link or something into that video right because they're just looking to share quick bits of content and two they don't want to be seen as looking like they're endorsing any specific company brand um product So if you are someone who primarily does a lot of product reviews or Amazon favorites or things like that, they're like, that's great, but it's probably not going to get shared um, because of those reasons. Okay. We have a new Shelly squad member. Oh my God. Michael Kinney. I'm so, I'm so jazzed. Like, why are you becoming a member? I just, I appreciate you, but it's like, why (laughs) they like me? I don't know why, but okay. Protect your eardrums, protect your eardrums incoming in three, two one Ooh. yay thank you so much michael <laughs> it should be the non green screeny one so yes non-screen uh green screeny one and um see look at me look at me learning all the things if you guys didn't see that we talked about next month, uh, channel member only live stream, which is they're the only ones who can comment or come on, but anybody is open to watch. We're going to be doing like a call in or just hangout session. So I'll throw in like a link and you guys can come in and we can just like chat and you know, shoot the shit, whatever you want. So (laughs) stop, supporting your favorite creators. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. This is not a members only stream. This one is open to everyone, but what it is the only restriction that was on this one is that if you want to comment, you need to have been subscribed for at least one minute. Sometimes that reduces the amount of trolls that just immediately come in and try and like flood. Um, so if they see like, Oh, I have to be a subscriber and they don't even look. Um, so sometimes it's like, 5 minutes or 1 minute. As long as you've been subscribed for 1 minute, you can chat. <laughs> but when we do the members only live stream, then it will be members only ones who can chat or come in um, through the link, but anyone can view it. And we leave the replay up. Good question. Good question. <coughs> Excuse me. Um uh, let's see. Oh, did, is there a question that I missed? Shorts are tricky. I have yet to have one go viral or go over 5k views. Yeah, it can be tricky. But hopefully some of these tips as well, not only are they going to be applicable to what they're looking for to reshare with their socials, but just, you know, maybe in general, um, maybe it could help. Okay. And then the next one they want to say is nothing that has specific logos, product placements, or, um, like overly, not salesy, but, um, endorsatory, (laughs) that's not a word, (laughs) I'm making up all the words today, nothing too endorsatory, okay, y'all, Um that means, like, no, overly, like, I'm wearing all Nike, and now I'm gonna show you this Nike fitness band on my, you know, and, and being, saying go buy these nike shoes or whatever and then having a the nike swoosh logo that comes across and now we've got like endorsements we've got um, copyright image stuff we've got you know as you're lip syncing to like the just do it song if there was one if it was like their company jingle if they had that it, there would be like multiple levels of wrongness not wrongness but just um exclusionary type of things happening that would make them be like mm, great. Love that for you, but not to be shared on our socials. (laughs) Not to be shared on our socials. Okay. So there's that. (laughs) No (laughs) endosets. No endorsatory clippets. Oh my goodness. That's like a shirt right there. Right there with hoops on, gloves off. I still think I should make that. Speaking of, now I know that this is um, just a, a a complete side tangent, but that's, that's me. (laughs) Take it or leave it. One of the things that I was talking about in my live stream on Thursday, I thought this was fascinating. If you're anyone who's looking to start maybe trying to make more income in other ways, but maybe you don't have a huge budget to start or, you know, you're not even sure what to start with. This might be something interesting to y'all. I was watching a couple videos on passive income. And one of the ways that people were doing some stuff is starting like print on demand type of businesses. So if you see a lot of the, like the cute t-shirts that have sayings or the little stickers or things like that, There are sites um, such as like I'm hooked up with like PicMonkey or, you know, there might be stuff inside of Canva or PixArt or different um, sites where they have like stock images and you're going to want to go and look through all of the information about, can you reuse these types of assets? But this video was saying like, let's say you do a stock image search for like cats. And then what you do is you find one and then you have to just modify it. So put sunglasses on the cats or remove the background from, you know, the picture and have it just be the cat. And then you can upload that to a site such as like Redbubble. And then you can turn it into um, stickers, cell phone cases, sweatshirts, you know, all kinds of different things. And then set your margins, um, basically your markup on the pieces of property. And then you can, after you upload, if someone buys it, then you'll actually get a little bit of money. And then once you have a few sales under your belt, then maybe you try and get signed up with something like, um, merch by Amazon. And then you'll be able to, um, also get onto Amazon. Sometimes they want to show history of maybe some sales or something like that. It can help you get approved faster. So you may want to do that. And Amazon does have a lot more customers. Um, in any given day than like redbubble does so but there are other sites as well Um, there are multiple sites so you could upload this cat image of stickers or whatever or do sheets of stickers or just have a whole bunch of um, different properties and so once you know it's free and you've uploaded these things if people decide to buy it then you start to make some money and so that can just be one additional slice of revenue pie that we talk about that helps make up your entire thing And so I did upload, what was it? You guys saw, I had a picture of pug, uh, a pug puppy that I did. I didn't actually end up uploading it just yet, but I still think it's hilarious. But I did do one. I was playing around with a site called Placeit and they have some different designs as well. So I did one where like I found a cactus and then I just changed the text that said like free hugs something like that or like you know you could change it to like not a hugger or you could have all kinds of just text only and then you can download that image and then put it up on Redbubble or some of these other sites and also create that as a print on demand so here we go it says um, creative fabrica is a great place for source material you can repurpose for print on demand it's great value royalty free and low cost great oh thank you for sharing that love that so this is a really great way for someone who's looking to try and break into some way to make additional money without having to have um, any money up front because you can do all of this you can do it on your phone you can do it on an iPad you can do it on a computer and so it's free it only costs you your time that it's going to take you to design the actual you know shirt or sticker and you're gonna have this design you're gonna upload it and you can enable all of these different types of properties, so whether it's a cell phone case or a sweater or whatever, and then you just wanna be careful and, and of the preview and you may need to resize to make sure it fits on some of these things, but um, that's just a way that you can start making additional money. But we're off topic, which is common. We were talking about YouTube Shorts. So if you have questions about YouTube Shorts, I'd love to try and um, get through some of them because I feel like there's a lot of information that needs to be shared and that we haven't always talked about. And one of the resources that I just wanted to make sure uh, to bring your attention to besides like the creator insider channel, besides YouTube creator channel, um, there is a link in the description that will take you to the blog that they create specifically about YouTube shorts as well. So they have a little newsletter that gets updated periodically with information about YouTube shorts. So you can also. Click on that if you want, and you can follow along with the blog. So they have the blog. They have um, most of the time in their weekly newsflash or different types of things. They'll talk about something specific that comes out about YouTube Shorts, whether it's changes in analytics, changes to the partner program, um, and the and the payouts. So they have different information that you can um, get access to. By the way, if you guys didn't know, all the music that is coming in from the stream is coming from Creator Mix. It's free. And this is Dean Nimmin and Nick Nimmin's um, new project. So you can have music for your live streams or um, videos for social media. And if you're interested in that, make sure you go check it out. It's free. It's free. But I like to support my friends. Now let's talk a little bit about monetization though, when it comes to YouTube shorts, cause I feel like there is a, a few misnomers out there about YouTube shorts. So with YouTube shorts, <laughs> some people think that you can't monetize them. Some people, you know, my favorite answer is always, it depends. There's a lot of factors, but it depends is the answer. So with YouTube and monetization, If someone is coming from your channel homepage and comes across your video page and clicks on a short, you could have a monetizable view. You would have to have a shit ton of them to actually make any money, but that particular type of thing could be monetized with exception if you use music from the YouTube shorts library as you're going through the upload process. If you use the song from inside of the YouTube shorts library, then you can't monetize that view. Hopefully you're with me so far. Give me a thumbs up if you're with me so far. Now, if you used music from the YouTube Shorts Library, which currently, and I say currently because they have talked about extending the length and duration, or um, some people have been upset that they haven't, it always starts at the beginning and then goes 15 seconds, right? They talked about, could you have it delayed five seconds and then play or something like that if I have a 20 second short. Um, They said that they would look into some of that stuff, but right now currently it's it starts and it's 15 seconds or, you know, as much as as long as your video is. So if you use music from the shorts library and going through the interface, your video view, no matter where it's viewed, shorts, shelf, carousel, whatever you want to call it, or homepage, would not be eligible for monetization then. However, (laughs) if your short is performing well, you could get money, even if it is um, not monetizable because you use music through the shorts fund, which is separate because you may not even be enrolled in the YouTube partner program and you might still be eligible to get a payout from the shorts fund. I know. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. It's confusing. It's confusing. Okay, so rest assured that if you are the best dancer in the world and you used a 15-second snippet, clip it, of a song and um, then you went viral inside of the Shorts carousel and you got 50 million views or something from it, even though you're getting all those views and you're not going to get monetized through YPP, you might get monetized and up to a maximum of $10,000 payout for your monthly views through Shorts through the shorts creator fund. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, actually, if you're getting that money, I'm not sorry, but like, I'm sorry that they've made it so confusing because trying to explain it to people when they want a yes or no question answer to are shorts monetizable. And you know, my favorite answer is oh, it depends. <laughs> it depends on a lot of things, but let me know if that made sense to y'all, right? There's a lot of different levels. Did you use music from the library? Where are the views coming from, right? So if the views are coming from the shorts shelf or the carousel, those views, even if you weren't using music, (laughs) would not be monetizable. Only monetized views from your homepage. Okay, so that's why someone could have like 10,000 views on a short And, um, let's say 9,500 of them are from the shorts shelf and 500 are from the homepage. And they'd be like, what the heck, man? It says that like, I'm making a dollar on my shorts with 10,000 views. And so they think like, that means something like I have an RPM of like 10 cents. Um, and like, no, you don't. Um, because only views when they were on your homepage would have been the ones that had been monetized. And furthermore, if you are getting views from inside of the shorts shelf, those views, minutes, etc., would not count towards your 4,000 hours that you need to reach to get YouTube monetized. But if they watched the video on your homepage, those 15 seconds or whatever, those would count. But again, you would need a crap ton of them. So people who are trying to get monetized on a brand new YouTube channel of only shorts, you would need, right? 240,000 minutes total, but you're going to need them from outside of the shorts shelf to get to the 4,000 hours. Is anyone else's head like brain bleeding from all of this, but all of the YouTube subscribers that you gain. From no matter where, if it was inside the shorts shelf or whatnot, those all count towards your 1000 you have to hit, but the time doesn't count towards the 4000 if it's coming from the carousel. Furthermore, <laughs> weird things about shorts. Maybe we should just turn this live stream into weird things about shorts. Also, it is not uncommon to see shorts that will have an average view duration over 100%. And that's because of the continual looping mechanism that happens inside of the shorts. So it could just be that they're watching it, you know, multiple times, which happens a lot, especially if you create a loop effectively. And so a lot of people will be like, I think YouTube is broken. I have a 134% average return. And they're like, no, it's just YouTube being YouTube. And additionally, There are some people who don't want to do YouTube shorts because they think that it's going to kill their average view duration and average, um, you know, watch time, which is partially true, but YouTube has said multiple times that they are really going to come out and separate those metrics. And if you are super concerned about it, you can go into your, um, advanced analytics and do groupings and, and then take a look at YouTube shorts versus regular, um, to kind of do it manually. But eventually... They will be separate. They will be separate. Okay. And uh, Pixel Pia's is in the house. Hello, Pixel Pia. And then Adam take out this. Um, Ironically, there are no shortcuts for monetizing YouTube shorts. But <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, now I've rambled on a lot about YouTube shorts, but I would love to hear questions that you guys have about YouTube shorts. So if you have some, toss them out. Are we enjoying these sweet jams? This one is from the rock section. This one is called Smoke Rising. Smoke Rising. Some of them are like rock, some of them are like trap and like electronic. So um, my list is eclectic, can I say? (laughs) My list is eclectic. Now, one thing I will also say that YouTube did come out and kind of like share, click-through rate is kind of like a joke on shorts because like 90 to 95% of your views for a lot of shorts and channels will end up coming from inside of the carousel Will the person will not be served up a thumbnail. So it's also not uncommon to see just horrific click-through rates on your shorts, especially if you've had a lot of views. And that is because people don't get shown. your. (laughs) So they also spent some time saying like, um, a lot of questions were like, "Mm, do you think it's worth, Time putting um, putting a lot of time into creating thumbnails for shorts, and they said if you're trying to keep a channel aesthetic and it's important to you to have your homepage look a certain way, sure go for it. But otherwise, no, it plays like little to no role at all. And um, I thought that was interesting to have YouTube come out just and say like eh, we don't really care about thumbnails on shorts, on shorts. Not for the rest, but specifically on shorts, they're just kind of like, "Nay," and eh. spend no time on it. <laughs> um, so, this is such a good question. Let me see if I can highlight it once again. Yes, Michael Kinney says, "Question: Should you aim to make shorts 15 seconds or less to cover all the platforms?" So, if I'm reading correctly in between the lines, I would go with yes. Now, when YouTube Shorts were first being rolled out, some of the documentation and stuff that they had, and especially when the in-app camera experience was just being rolled out, you know, they specifically had um, things around, that's why the camera defaults to 15 seconds. That's why music clippets are 15 seconds. Um, They were really focused on very short, quick pieces of content. And so, and especially what I'm hearing from them and being able to share their, on other social media sites and stuff and how cognizant they are about like the time limits of, you know, 15 to 20 seconds on, on, um, you know, on stories or 15 to 20 seconds on, on certain things in the preview before you'd have to click next. I would say, yeah, if you can keep it 15 to 20 seconds, it would be good. If you can keep it 15 seconds and still have all those engaging elements, like if it's, you know, the food one, if it's um, a little quirky, a little weird, a little fascinating, gets them in the first three seconds is, you know, continually fast paced and like fascinating. Doesn't have a bunch of text on the screen is language agnostic. That was a lot of stuff I just tossed at you. It took longer to explain it than the the short would be. But um, yeah, I think, That could be really cool. That's a really good question though. Thank you for asking other questions, rhetorical questions. Do shorts serve the audience you really want? Do shorts lead to real fans or convert to subscribers versus, um, big like counts, okay. Those are good questions. There's multiple questions in there. So let's start with, do shorts serve the audience you really want? Crowd, what is my answer? It depends. (laughs) It depends on the shorts that you're making. Um, You know, if it's Michael Kinney and he wants to talk about um, some new update that came out in uh, maybe Keynote or iMovie or some sort of graphical type of program, if he's doing it as an update, if he's doing it as a quick, um, did you know that you could create this inside of this free program Um, and and he shows it and then he says, you know, in less than two minutes, I can show you how to do this or something. And you know, maybe leads to another, it might, if it can lead into um, getting them to watch another or more or something like that. Or if it's just fascinating and entertaining, maybe. But if you like, uh, I, I had a short of my puppies because come on, they're so cute. Anyone who doesn't think my puppies are cute, you just get out of here right now. And um, so I did one where I said like, they're my favorite working from home buddies. And I think it got like 12,000. I mean, because come on, puppies. Then it got like 12,000 views, but like, there was, I think, it, and it did actually get some subscribers to join. Uh, but those are not necessarily my people. Well, it could be my people if they like puppies, but they might be disappointed if they, continually think they're going to see a lot of puppies on my channel, unless they're coming into a live stream, you know? So it depends on how you structure your shorts. Um, You might be able to do it. That is gonna make it um, enticing to people to watch more of your content. Or it could just be a fun break from your normal content and you just wanna put it out there. So it could bifurcate your audience if it's not at all related so second part was do shorts lead to real fans or convert to subscribers do shorts lead to subscribers yes Um, and and one of the reasons why that happens is because the massive amounts of exposure to people who aren't subscribed to you so when you're looking inside of the shorts shelf a lot of the time you're going to see people you are not subscribed to and that exposure to new audiences is usually what we're all screaming and hoping that youtube will do for us So in that sense, yes, it could get you in front of tons of eyes of people who had never seen you before, because we all know that YouTube has come out and said that they at most will notify 10 or so percent of your audience of people who've opted in for notifications, which isn't a lot. (laughs) And so. If you can get in front of a whole bunch of people who've never even subscribed to you or rung a bell or anything like that, and they might want to be interested in you, that could be great, but does it lead to real fans? Maybe it depends on the rest or it depends. It depends on the rest of your, um, library and catalog, right? If they come in and they saw one cute puppy video, but the rest of your videos are about only iPhone tricks. Um, unless the iPhone tricks are pictures that you're taking of your pets, <laughs> which might be a small then percentage of the people who came in for pets only, um, they may not stick around. So, and most of the time it takes repeated exposure to a specific content creator to get someone to hit the subscribe button anyway. Most of the time you're not getting necessarily a subscribe from one 15 second video. However, if you, had a 15 second video that you watched and you looped it seven times, and um, because you know, the puppies are so cute, YouTube is going to take notice of, oh wow, they like this, and they might show that person's short uh, or, or other videos to you again because it's in recency someone that you've interacted with. So whether you liked it, left a comment on it, um, just watched it a, a gazillion times, YouTube does take that into account, and it's possible that um, they would show you more of that person's stuff. <laughs> New channel name, Shelly. It depends on the day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Facebook, I love it. Well, I was just thinking a shirt that says, it depends. <laughs> just, it depends. <laughs> Shelly depends on the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was so good. <laughs> yes. Love it. Those are good questions though. Um, and then it says subscribers versus big like counts. Um, the more people that interact with your content that like it, then the more likelihood that YouTube might keep it in the shelf or show it to more people. They're also building that database of, um, you know how, like when you go to Amazon and you, let's say you wanted to buy a book and then all of a sudden you see that the people who bought this book also like this book that type of thing, or if they did actually then click on that book and then, or buy that book or leave a review for that book. It's kind of the same on YouTube. So it becomes like I saw pixel Pia's video and then it's like people who like pixel Pia also like, also likes Adam's exploits or, you know, and then they start looking for those connections or people who watch this pixel Pia thing also like canva tutorials. Maybe I'll show them another canva tutorial. Those types of, um, spider web. Relationships are being formed in the back end. Um, when you're viewing content and they're looking for patterns right that's that's all algorithms are sometimes looking for patterns you can definitely lose subscribers with shorts absolutely especially let's say you're uh let's say you have a (laughs) i don't know um you have an elder audience okay and i i'm not trying to Say anything, but um, sometimes I've heard from people that the elder audience they really like to um, take these longer videos and, and stick them on Facebook as well because um, older people like to be on Facebook and they got plenty of time to scroll. <laughs> I always that always comes to mind when I hear that. But um, if you were to take that audience, let's say that is um, the majority of your audience is 45 to 60, and they enjoy. 15 to, you know, um, you get 15 minutes average duration and most of your videos are 45 minutes because you're doing video podcasts. It might be weird to them for, um, to see 20 second clips, clippets of, um, of a show or just like, come watch my show. And they might get turned off by that. So to that, I would say a few things. One, if you can create short, Clippets of things that were um, particularly spicy, enticing, or fascinating about one of your live shows that you might want to share. That could be one thing if, um, I'm really trying hard not to say it depends, but, um, another thing that you could do, you can go into your YouTube studio backend. And you can turn off the ability to notify subscribers of that upload because a few different things could happen here. You may want to put out a bunch of clippets. You may put out three a day um, for the next week because you really wanted to go ham on starting to flood the marketplace with inventory in real estate um, for shorts. You're really trying to get one to pop off and get into the shorts shelf, let's say. So the easiest thing to do is flood the marketplace with shorts. So YouTube will send out no more than 3 notifications within 24 hours. So if you plan to do 3 a day and you're or you know 10 in the first day or whatever else it is cuz you're just feeling really gung ho that day. Um they're not going to see any notifications past 3 if they even get that many anyway. But In the back end, what you can do is turn off those notifications for your existing subscribers, but then you do the hope pray method that one of those videos will get into the shorts shelf. Now, if someone comes across your homepage and clicks on it, you know, obviously it looks different because they're the taller type things, unless you're trying to hide it by putting in a regular type of, um, thumbnail, which is only going to show up then when you go to the videos page or to look that way then versus maybe on the front page where if you have your playlist set up with the video, um, thumbnails, they're going to show up as, you know, taller anyway, but that's something you may want to think about. Brother Bruce is in the house. Hey, how's it going? Brother Bruce is also a channel member and you can see that because his name is in green and he also has a nifty little badge next to his name and the ability to use like, um, custom emojis. I make these little emojis, by the way, so if you're wondering who the fabulous digital artist is, (laughs) my little fake coffee, that would be me, so, mm. I have to say, though, now that we have, I think now we might have 10 channel members, y'all, 10 channel, I don't make a lot with channel, I don't have a lot of channel members, I'll just share that with you, but, you are usually allowed more emojis, more custom emojis, the more channel members that you have. So I think now that we are in double digits, I believe I might be able to upload at least one more. So let me know if there is some specific emoji that you want or or like go through and let me know what the ones are that are currently there. I think it's like the dog, the puppy, the little gear. Um, Let me know because I have more and um, I, I had to pick and choose which ones to actually Make public because I had turned off channel membership. So I lost access to some emojis, um, things. So I had to pick and choose when I reactivated until we get more or enough members to unlock more emojis. Let me know which one you want and I'll make it and then we can use it. Yeah. It depends emoji. Oh, that's such a good idea. Or also hoops on. What was it? Hoops on, gloves off. Mm, I don't think people would get that just yet. I think they would get to, it depends. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So there's a, the megaphone. There's the, um, oh yeah. The little, the heart do it with love is basically the, the gear icon, the coffee one. And that's the big play button. <laughs> there is not an, it depends on That's what Pixel is saying. Um, she says she wants that <laughs> the megaphones yeah that is supposed to be representative of you know um broadcast share what you love and so it's like doing it with like there's there's supposed to be like symbolic meaning behind all of these y'all but i don't think i've ever explained that to you i just said here are your emojis <laughs> it's only four oh no okay those are the only four. Oh. I also have dogs, you guys. I have, I have dog emojis because of, you know, my love for dogs. <laughs> okay. So apparently I only have four. Oh, I also had the Seattle, um, the space needle. you guys remember? So I had the space needle, I have, um, the doggy one I had. Um, so yeah, the little gear icon is, um, share what you love. It's like, do what you love, create with love is is kind of that one and also a lot of the time if you see like i i will usually do like double hearts on a lot of the end of my comments and stuff because i'm trying to spread more love into the world even though my crabby pants attitude i still like i hate people with love you know what i mean so i hate with love and then the the purple play button is like it's supposed to be like the youtube button but it's supposed to be hit publish it's the hit publish button that's when you become a YouTuber and not just a viewer is when you actually hit publish and then coffee because you know, hello, Seattle girl, hello. There's also an iced coffee. There's also an iced coffee. There's a the hot coffee, which is what I have. And then there's an iced coffee too, which is part, it's the same one that's on my little shirt. Like the, uh, I like you a latte shirt. Ooh, the Fremont troll. Mm. I would probably do the space needle first because a lot of people probably, because um, I had the space needle too already as an emoji. They know that one more. I, and the reason I didn't bring back the, the Seattle one first was because I wanted to have things that were like universal and not just like specific to me. Cause I thought like the dog one's really cute, but like if you're a cat person and you're like one of your four emojis is a dog, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yup. But um, yeah, I went with coffee and the megaphone do it with love and the publish button, man. I, I thought there were more than, yeah. Okay. There's only four right now, but you know what? Now that there's 10, I think there's now officially 10 members. Um, I think I get at least one more emoji. So hopefully you do that. Pixel B is going to send me a prototype of it depends. Oh, thank you. You should do a quick, um, like a YouTube short or a short video with a screen recording of how you're creating the prototype and then, um, put it up on your uh, pixel Canva tutorial channel. So, I mean, if you're going to make it just screen record it and walk your, um, viewers through how you're creating it and downloading the PNG and, and whatnot. Please make some content out of it. Please make some content out of it. But we were talking about YouTube shorts before we got, um, distracted by the lack of emojis that we have <laughs> currently. <laughs> But thank you so much to um, the new channel members. Now that you're here, we can unlock another emoji, I think. Um, Maybe it's going to be the it depends one. And then, like I said, in this month, we're going to pick a date, but we're going to do a members only live stream and call in show. So you can come in, be on screen if you want to, or just um, chat and you'll be the only ones who get to call in or chat in the chat area, (laughs) but anyone can view it. I only have four that bums me. I used to have more, but that's because we used to have more channel members. And the reason why we turned off channel memberships is when I took the job at TubeBuddy and I knew I wasn't going to be able to do a lot of like specific type of videos that you guys knew me for. Then I was like, I don't want to have anyone pay for anything that they may not be getting what they signed up for. So I just turned it off for everyone. And then I brought it back after, um, in what, January, February, when I, had left, so that's why when I say we had more emojis, but they're gone now. <laughs> and you can hear the music now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of this music is coming from Creator Mix. Let me see how long this. Go back to the beginning. I like this. Oh, this is my favorite one. This is why I start the song with it. This one's called "Alone Tonight." Creator Mix is Dean Niman and Nick Niman's music um streaming service or yeah, music service. And you can listen to it on streaming platforms if you just want to jam out or you can create playlists and have in the background of your live streams or use for your videos, whether that's uh, TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> so questions about Well, you know what, let's just open it up. What questions do you have? About YouTube being content creation type stuff. I had to think about that for a second because someone's going to come in here and be like, what do you think of like Greek yogurt? And i will be like, what do I think of Greek yogurt? I don't know. It's thick. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. But can we just for a second though, talk about how cool was that, like, well, hopefully you found... Did you find it helpful, the information that was shared from the YouTube social team? Because I thought it was freaking fascinating. I thought it was so cool. It, it's rare that we actually get someone from the team to give us specifics on why something wouldn't be shared. Right? It's usually never like that. <laughs> so, ooh, I thought it was so good. And I had to share that with y'all. I didn't want to gatekeep that from you. I was like, oh, we should... Totally share that, or I should totally share that. Should all channels make shorts? Pixelpia, you know the answer. Prototype it. It depends. (laughs) It depends. You know, um, some people don't want to do them at all, and that's fine. Um, Some people. Yeah. And it's fine. Some people want to only do them and that's fine. It's their prerogative. Um, I think it's, it's best if a channel can have kind of a mix. And I think that it's a good idea when a platform has new features to one, use them when a a platform is looking and it says specifically that it's looking for types of content, whether that's Instagram reels saying, Hey, we'd really like to see more videos and reels and, you know, give them give the people what they want (laughs) but if you don't think it works for your content your audience um or you just don't want to do it then don't do it don't do it (laughs) yeah then don't do it you missed the shorts meeting this week yeah it was a good one this one was a good one um so i think i covered most of the stuff that we learned they had some great examples but um yeah, hopefully you can go back and, and take a look at some of the the principles of do's and don'ts of what they're looking for. And if you can interweave that into how your shorts are doing, all the better. So, hello, what's been your favorite video to make ever? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you, Jenna. Okay, my favorite video. You know what, one of my favorite videos, It. It crashed and burned actually. I have two favorite videos. They both crashed and burned. That's okay. One, I was at vid summit. This might've been 2018, 2019. It might've been 2018, 2019, 20, 2019. Maybe I can't even remember anymore y'all. So at vid summit. And one of the things I do love about vid summit so much is that it's a smaller, conference. It's not VidCon with, you know, 50,000 attendees. I mean, we're talking like 2,000 attendees. Okay. And everyone's just walking around together most of the time, unless you're Mr. Beast with a couple of bodyguards on your side, you know, everyone's just kind of like mingling and you could be standing next to someone with, you know, 10 million subscribers, or you could be the person who's standing next to them with 700 subscribers. That was me my first year. I had 700 subscribers. I was attending VidSummit and just like, my mind was blown. I remember that first year I was like, wow, this is the conference. This is absolutely the conference you have to be at. And um I think it was the second year. So I think this is 2019 maybe. <sighs> I don't know, y'all. Um t- could be 2018. But I went and the beauty of Vid Summit is a lot of the hallway conversations that happen. You happen to be walking down the hallway and you run into Sara Dietschy. You happen to go to the mix and mingle the first night and you're standing next to Peter McKinnon, okay? And um, we were there. I remember uh, Pat Flynn and Caleb W. I always say W W because I can't correctly pronounce his last name and I don't want to butcher it. But every time I say W, then I say what I just said, which just calls more attention to the fact that I can't say it which I think is probably worse, but Caleb and, uh, Pat Flynn were there. They were demoing the switch pod. And I think everyone's mind just kept being blown being like, what is this? It's like opens and the legs come out. Oh, um, if you've never seen a switch Pod, this is it. So, uh, (laughs) not that you asked, this is the Ulanzi ST02, my favorite like phone holder. This happens to be the Shure MV88, okay, um, in the cold shoe mount above. So with the switch pod though, the, we're just talking this here, the handle, this is a tripod. So they would be walking around being like, oh yeah, check this out. Boom. Oh shoot, it was off screen, so it wasn't as like cool, but you guys, well, you guys have seen the switch pod a million times now at this point. They'd be like, oh yeah. And then they'd be like walking up to a table and then they'd be like, watch this. Boom. And people would be like, what just happened? what just happened? And then I think someone was like, Hey, can I, can I borrow that? Can I, and they were like, Oh, this is the only one we have. It was like, they were in their prototyping phase, <laughs> but, um, everyone, I remember just being fascinated. And then what was interesting is I think it was the very next year. Um, they did a partnership as a, like, and everyone who went to VidSummit got one. So I have, um, I had actually purchased one through the Kickstarter. I think it was the Kickstarter. And then um, the very next year, everyone who attended the summit got one <laughs> and I was like, oh sweet. So I actually have a couple of them, but um, this is the longest story. I'm so sorry, y'all we're getting some, this train is going someplace, but walking through the hallways, like I said, and I would just walk up to people and be like, Hey, do you have time for um, two questions? You know, it'll take less than a minute. Some people are like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and a couple minutes, you know, I was like, two questions. Can I ask you, it should take less than a minute. And I'm like, yeah. So I whipped out, like I tried to actually be fancy. I had this, um, can camera. And it's one of the reasons I'm mad at Panasonic for so long. I had this camera and it wasn't working very well because it was doing this quick thing where it would just shut off because it was trying to, obviously I didn't know how to work this camera, but I was still pissed at it. So eventually I just started using my cell phone and a shore, um, mic. like actually exactly like that one. And I would just hold up my cell phone and I'd be like, what do you do when YouTube makes you sad, <laughs> you know, or, um, and, and that was, that was pretty much it. And so I had like, I think 10 different YouTubers answer this question. And, um, I just think it's fascinating because I have people like Sarah Dietschie and Andrew Edwards and Brian D Johnson. And I think, uh, Dean Nimmin, like all of these people answer this question, Willie Morris. Oh my God. Um, so all these people answer the question. And um, I just thought that was such a fun video. And who would have ever thought just walking around VidSummit, shoving my phone in someone's face, like, are you cool with this? Um, And everyone was so nice. They were so nice. And they were so excited um, because it wasn't just like a, I don't know, normal question. And um, so that video I think has like 100 views on it. (laughs) But like, it was one of my favorite videos to make because it's like, a collab with all of these different people so i love that video and then i love the video that i did with andrew edwards that was just a mukbang um we had so much fun we were cracking up the entire time we were trying australian candy so it was a collab in two different ways because it was a care package from simply mel in melbourne i think australia and so she sent us australian candies or she sent me and then andrew Edwards just invited himself to my house to be part of this collab and, um, we were just trying Australian candies and I sent her a whole bunch of Australian or American candies. And, um, I think she did the unboxing and video with her son. It's super cute, but it was just so much fun. Like me and Andrew, like shooting the shit, eating Australian candy, just laughing our asses off. Um, that video did horrible, but it was so freaking fun. <laughs> so those, those are some of my favorite, some favorite videos. <laughs> Okay. Um, i miss the Shorts. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, all channels should hire Shelly to do shorts for them. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that I took this class and let me just say, I think it's always important for people to continue their education. And so whether that's, you know, enrolling in classes, um, online or in person or doing a mastermind or group coaching, I think it's always in- important for us to be like up loving up-leveling our skills all the time because when you think you know everything you know some new change comes along and like knocks you on your ass It's usually how, how it goes and then you're like and you're like I know nothing but most of the time too I will take all these classes and I'll be like I know nothing <laughs> but I know more than I did before I started hopefully so one of the classes that I took was actually about YouTube adver- advertisements and um, you know setting Google Analytics and, and different things like it was fascinating super super fun and there were multiple groups and companies inside of this one and they would start pitching ideas for like shorts or ig reels or tiktoks and stuff like that And my mind y'all know is like racing a mile a minute and i'm like oh 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 and i could come up with a million ideas for like and one was a t-shirt company and one was, you know, some other kind of service. And I was like, Oh, I've got this for you. Like imagine like you have to have this perfect t-shirt and you show up and you're giving it to like, um, you know, your new father-in-law or something like that. And you show up wearing the shirt that's like the team that he hates or something. I mean, just like I had all these ideas and I'm like, Oh, you had to do this stop motion one with, it. and you know, and I'm like, I'm not getting paid for this, <laughs> but I should be, I should be, I should be speaking of y'all. Are you excited? Well, you will be after I tell you this, hopefully. This month's monthly revenue report is going to be such a fun one because um, the pie is so many weird slices, y'all. Like I just got done. I did a couple of um, presentations actually for Buddy for enterprise customers. Um, I thought that was so like I had a blast. I had a blast doing it. Honestly, um, I'm going to be doing a couple of consultation and sales ones for Mercer um, Romero's YouTube coaching program and talking about vertical video and also, um, like TubeBuddy advanced, uh, usage and whatnot. And, um, I'm having so much fun doing some of these like coaching, consulting type of like guest spots. And I'll be speaking at Podfest slash Vidfest at the end of this month and, um, at the Amazon influencer one day event as well. So I'll be speaking at the Amazon panel and I'll be speaking about, they have yet To tell me what my topic is, but fascinating stuff. Okay, you like? Oh, thank you, (laughs) thank you, thank you so much. Um, Let's see. You want the rundown? Not that you asked. Natasha Denona transfer mat. Wander beauty on the cheeks. Think brain think. Anyways. And then the belt and Argent eyeshadow. There you go. Okay. Um I but yes, I should get paid to do strategy for I can do it for everyone but myself. You guys know that. Just like when I say I can help anyone make money but myself, same for their vertical videos. <laughs> question, how do member only streams work? Great question, Michael Kinney, now that you remember. You should be on the end of that. So what I'll do is I do a community post um, that is viewable only to members and I'll give you the date that the, the members live stream is. Um, I think I've been trying to do them on, I think it was a Wednesday, Wednesday in the evening. And um, typically in the past, what had happened, what had happened was I will turn it on so that only members can chat inside of the chat feature that anyone can view and that was actually um, voted on as well so i had said before do you guys want to do a private only us type of stream where only you can view it as well i'm happy to do that and they said no no um people anyone should be able to view it but we'll be the only ones to chat and i was like perfect sounds great um the last stream we voted and we said that we would do um a live stream where people can join in if they want to. So I will, depending on how many people would want to come in, I would probably, maybe I'll just do it in restream and I'll put in the restream join link. And during that time that we say, whatever Wednesday that is, then you can call in, um, be on screen if you want, ask questions if you want, and it's just your guys' time. We can, sometimes we just chit chat, sometimes it's um, channel reviews, sometimes it's just questions that y'all have. And sometimes um, people can ask questions in the community post if they're not going to be able to make the live stream but want to come back later and actually um, catch it on the replay so it's whatever you guys want it's your time and we do that once a month so we do that once a month so hopefully that answers that question if it doesn't please let me know but you'll see a community member post and then this month there'll be that plus um, having the link to join and restream and there's also a discord community i don't know if any of my members are here who want to drop the link to the discord community you don't have to join it's totally free anyone can join the discord and there are specific rooms that are for channel members as well so if you want to be in there if you want to ask um questions in that room as well that's totally fine we also um, oh you guys have to remind me of the the additional rooms that you wanted i think one was remind me but there was um there's specific rooms in there if you want to join any of them like talking about amazon or talking about uh, live streaming or talking about course creation or something like that so if you want feel free to jump in okay um what the platform wants is not always what the people want absolutely and you have to um keep that in mind Uh, you know and also it may not be what you want Adam says, question, what screen recording app do you recommend? ScreenFlow, Camtasia, Ecamm Live, OBS. Okay, so a couple things I'm going to say here. My entire course that I created for iMovie Made Easy when I did screen recording as well as bringing myself in as an overlay so that way I could be on screen at the same time as showing my screen and showing all the things I'm clicking so I didn't have to record twice, you know, Um, I used Ecamm for that. And in fact, I used Ecamm for a good several months before I ever went live with Ecamm. I used Ecamm for (laughs) all these things. And um, I really like Ecamm, but in a quick pinch, a lot of the time I will also just use the QuickTime um, built-in screen recording. I have also um, recently started using Descript quite a bit. And I know that Descript has screen recording built into it and I haven't played around with it yet. But I want to because they have so many other cool features and you can even do some editing in there. So once I try that, I can also report back. But right now, if it's just a quick thing, I'll do quick time. And then, um, for pretty much everything else and showing applications and stuff, I, my, my choice is Ecamm. So Jenna Hogan says, do you think that taking your long form videos and then cutting them into shorts can attract a new audience? Um, and would that be helpful? makes sense, right? Are you asking for permission? The answer is yes. Do you think same vibe and different short content? Um, I think of it kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast. You know, he may have a video podcast that goes up for an hour to four hours and some people don't have that time to devote to it. And so ripping out snippets that are important talking about one specific thing um, can be great if it can stand on its own. Who else is really good michael rosenbaum i think i had talked to y'all about i really like that new podcast that he's got called inside of you and he's talking about um so he played lex Luthor on smallville for like seven years and so he has a lot of experience with actors and acting but like so a lot of the people who do shows like on like the wb or cw type show so he talks to a lot of like those dc people um like green arrow and you know M- melissa benoist and all these different people or he talks to, um, you know, actors and gets to have all of these like fun conversations with them. And I've seen both where he has an hour long show with them. And then he has like snippets as well. Like someone talks about, um, oh, so like Allison Mac who got through all that weird Nexium stuff. That's a whole journey mind trip and a half. But he did an entire interview talking about, I think, that experience. And then he has several clips talking about specifically little things that happened right um emily d baker she has like that entire long podcast but she probably could rip out little things but she's also been doing little snippets on clip on her new like emily Quickbits channel where she i think she's like sometimes taking instagram stories and she's turning those into tiktok she's doing three minute like tiktok things about like recaps and she's taking um recaps of live streams and then doing them as short content as well so it, it's it's a multi-pronged strategy, but it's really working. So yes, do it. That's the answer you're going for. Um, sorry if you already mentioned it and I just joined. It's one a.m. here in us. Aust- oh, you're in Australia, and the Robert Hall of YouTube, um, of YouTube just happens right now, right? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, the favorite Aussie snack. Mmm. Oh man, there were some good ones. Okay, I don't know what it was, but um, there was this uh, pineapple-covered chocolate treat. I was yummy. Um, there was also the, the Tim Tim was okay. There was um, something, was it the peanut club No, that, it wasn't that one. There was one that was, um, there was a couple that were pretty tasty. One of them though was the, uh, the pineapple chocolate thing. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I like that one. Shout out to all the Flash Web designers. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully you know what I'm talking, is it the chocolate pineapple bites or something like that? That one was that one was pretty tasty. They also had very good gummy worms. It was a good gummy worm. Mm, that one was good too. I mean, of course we had to try Vegemite. That was not our favorite. We did have um, Mallow, which was just like the ch- Nesquik type of like chocolate milk drink because we had to wash down the Vegemite. And if you watch, I took it better than like Andrew Edwards did. He was such a little princess crybaby about the whole thing. In fact, I gave him a crown at the very beginning and called him princess. So don't call me out. Like he knows, he knows he's a little prima donna. And every once in a while I pull out the little snippet where he's wearing a crown. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. The pineapple lumps. Yeah. The pineapple lumps. They were delicious. They were very, very good. Um, there were also almost like these like sweet tart type candy things that were kind of like chewy, delish. It it says the name of it in the, um, in the beginning. That one was really good too. Mm, Yeah, that one was really good. But the, yeah, the pineapple lumps, those were probably one of my favorites. I don't, they weren't sour. Um, it was just a a gummy worm looking thing. Yeah. (laughs) I know you, (laughs) Well, actually you asked, I was about to say, I'm sorry. No one cares about that. I'm like, wait, you care because you asked. So you know what? Everyone else, you have to suck it and deal with it because Jenna asked. So you will listen to the treats that I liked. (laughs) Vegemite is great. Probably if you grew up with it, you eat it by the spoon while you enjoy it. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I tried, I, I put it on like some buttered toast for him and, um, You know, I I tried to give it a chance, but I I said it it smelled like a beef bouillon cube. And then I put this a little bit on, but like he was, if you want to just see a funny reaction, he had the worst reaction. In fact, I think I made like a short, you can see it on Twitter. If you did advanced search for me and Andrew Edwards, every once in a while, he tries to say something about how he like, wasn't a prima donna or how something, I don't know. And I'll bring up that clip and I'll be like, excuse me, receipts. You're such a baby. (laughs) You're such a baby. So if you want to laugh, uh, go look at that video. Also, though, if you're looking at that video, go look at how washed out and bright it was. Not only was it my first time like filming with someone else, but like just back then, like when you think you've got your lighting and everything nailed down, most of the time you don't. Right? You just go back and look some of your videos and be like, the content's kind of good, but it looks bad. <laughs> I remember I have some old uh, like makeup foundation trying videos. It's so bright. You can't even see it. Once I put it on my skin and it's like the worst. So <clears throat> you tried. That's the best you can do. Yeah. But Andrew Edwards, if you're listening, you're such a little princess. Oh my, a prissy little princess. It was hilarious though. It's still one of my favorite videos ever that I've put up on my channel. And still years later, it just brings a huge smile to my face because we had so much fun doing it. And what's funny is not only did that video, do horrifically awful that was a collab that was so random and we'd been like friends for years and then he invited himself over to my house when I said that I was about to start filming a video about an unboxing that I had swapped with someone else and he's like oh yeah I'm in I'm coming over but then like his princess butt like wasn't available for like all this time and I end up waiting and then we ended up opening the box and he's like what if there had been some sort of like Highly perishable type of, and I'm like, well, we probably wouldn't eat Nick. It would've been all moldy and gross and he's like, so you had someone like um, <laughs> Making you delay the like the release of this video and I'm like, yeah You you with your schedule because you invited yourself over to my house for this video Poor Mel is like had this video in the can and ready to hit publish on for like months And it was like just you and your princess little prissy, butt couldn't get over here to like feed your face <laughs> So, oh, Michael, thank you for hanging out as long as you did. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining as a channel member as well. Um, Yeah, make sure you take a look for the uh, community post. It will be out later in this month. (laughs) Great to see you. Thanks. Thanks for popping in. You're not a monster. I'm sure if you grew up around it, then there you go. Oh, hi. Oh, big stretch. Big stretch. Are you even a pet owner if like your your pet does some like anything and you're like, oh, my God, you're so precious. Biggest stretch ever. What a good boy. What a good girl. He's so fuzzy and handsome. Right. You're not a pet owner. Yeah, you're not a pet owner. I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't talking about you. So what other questions do you guys have about YouTube shorts? I'm still jamming out to the music, man. And if you don't, that's okay too, because I can always jet and get these pups ready for, um, because we're going to have their haircuts here in a little bit. They may get their colored treats early. I'm not allowed to say greenies. Because, I think he heard me, uh, his super ears. Because, um, they get the teeny, Greenies. and I split it in half because one is four pounds and the other is twelve pounds, and it's supposed. To... Hi. Come here, handsome. You to tell the people? Tell the people. So he gets um he gets half of one, and usually it's um it's at noon. But somehow their internal clock doesn't uh, play well with, I don't know, daylight savings time or something. So usually around ten thirty or 11, they start um, breathing heavy and doing like the whining. Like, hey, pay attention to me type of thing so that I can give them treats. But you're going to have to get treats early today because we're going to have to go to the haircut place. So there's that. <clears throat> okay. This is. Yes. It's illegal to not say big stretch, right? I don't trust anyone who doesn't say big stretch when their animal is stretching. So there's that. So there's that. Jenna says, what editing program do you use for shorts? If it's something quick that I'm doing on my phone, I'll use InShot. Um, if it's something that is a little bit more complex, then I might, uh, do Final Cut Pro. Sometimes if I'm on my iPad, I might use LumaFusion or InShot. Those are super easy to use. I also have, um, I have a program. Do you guys hear that? That's my other dog choking, on her indignation that I would bother to pick up this guy. I'm sorry, she's over there. Um, so Spark Camera is is one where you can just take um, quick little clips and um, also put it together and then we'll upload it directly to TikTok or something for you if you want as well. One caveat with that though, is apparently the music they use is from Epidemic Sounds. So if you end up putting that same video on YouTube, I've had copyright claims from Epidemic Sounds on it. Not when it's on TikTok, but I have um, gotten that when I use the music from inside of Spark Camera and then put it on YouTube. So that's happened. Yes, Bubu. This one is Cooper. I call him. Is there also like a uh, a rule that you have a pet name like this is Cooper, and then you have like ten nicknames for him. So this is Mister Fuzzy Face, my distinguished gentle dog. Coops, Cooper, Coop, Mini Coop. Right? You got like a million names for your for your pet, and they're like, I don't know what my own name is. Hi, Fuzzy. Or yeah, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Face. Mr. Handsome, Mr. Distinguished Gentle Dog, all the things. He's all the things. So, Dean in the house. Hey, hey. Great to see you, buddy. You want to come in? I'll throw you a link. Um, but tell me if this is true, right? You've got your, you got your pet, and they have one official legal name, and then they've got 10 million, like, nicknames. And that is absolutely the case. Are you the cutest? Yeah, you are. You're the cutest. Mr. Fuzzy Face. He's mostly Mr. Fuzzy Face. <laughs> so, the I'm sorry was an absolute mood. Me every time to my dog when I pat any other dog that isn't my right? Right? Uh, yeah. She gets so indignant if they're both, like, on the bed and I start to pet Cooper. Then she comes in and she puts her hand underneath, or her head underneath my hand, so that I just, like, pet her head. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, yes, you're so fuzzy. Come on. But he's the fuzziest now that he's ever been. Because um, today at noon o'clock is their haircut. So they will be less fuzzy in the next stream. <laughs> right? Cooper is the best. Yeah, Cooper is the best. You're the best, huh? Yeah. So handsome. So handsome. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes he he's a heavy breather sometimes when he is a little whiny. And also one of the reasons that I couldn't bring him sometimes to work anymore was because he used to just lay down in his little like dog bed and sleep. And then sometimes I'd even have him on my desk in a dog bed and he would sleep. But then after a while, he would just start whining. And one time he broke free. I don't know if I ever told you this. One time he broke free from, I had like a, you know, one of the wire crate things. So I had to like step in and out of like my cubicle and he like broke free and he took off down the hall and he ended up in someone else's meeting room. They just happened to have like the door open and he just went and like sat underneath their conference table and I was, hissed because you know that the 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 fun game that happens of when you go and try and like grab them and they run off that but he's underneath the conference table with like all these people sitting around and I'm like oh you little scamp and so like I'm trying to like get closer to him and then he would run around to the different side of the table or something so this is a fun game instead of 12 in in front of 12 people you don't really know very well right (laughs) yeah you did that yeah, you did that. you know, you did, you did that. And, um, oh, so I was so mad. I was so mad that he did that. And then, um, and then he would just start after a while though, he would start whining. And then at some point, um, when I brought him into certain conference rooms and he wouldn't like, he wouldn't sit on my lap or anything. One time he just crawled up on the table and started walking around <laughs> the table. Like, he was running the meeting, you guys. Like, you just go kind of, like, and sit. I have pictures of it. I could I could show you if you want. I can put it in a Discord. But he's just, like, sitting on top of the table. Like, oh, you were saying, Susan? Yes, yes. Great point. Continue with your point, Clive. Like, he was running that meeting. <laughs> he was, you were the worst. <laughs> Did you hear that little snort? Yeah, he's the worst, y'all. But he's the best. He is the best. You're the best. You were a little jerk back then. You were a little jerk. You have something to say to the people? He has something to say? He says, I make no apologies for how I've chosen to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. All right, what do we got here? Um, so epidemic sound isn't reliable. I've noticed that too, with one video, do you have to go to a sound platform you use and that you can roll re- uh, Well, yeah, actually here, right here, this sound platform creator mix, they're not going to give you any claims on that. Right? So over here, that's Dean Nimmin and Nick Nimmin. That's their new pet project over here. So it's free background music for YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, TikTok, and more. So if you want to use that, um, I have a playlist that's over there. I can send you a link. I can put it in the discord since you just joined the discord. Um, I have a creator mix and it's, it's about an hour and 50 minutes or so. And then, or you can go in, create your own playlist and have it playing in the background if you're a live streamer as well, or if you want to use that for your videos, check it out. Um, trying to get something new. You bought the Elgato wave XLR. Oh, oh no. There's something wrong with it. Oh no. Johnny, Kathy. Hello. Great to see you. Uh, you have to go. Oh, okay. Oh, thanks. Remember screen record while you're doing it, make yourself a video out of the prototype that you're going to make me in Canva. Might as well get some free content out of it. <laughs> yeah. No claims from, uh, from Dean Nimmin and crew. So go check it out. Like I said, my favorites are I told you some of the it's the ocean drive so I have several I have several from ocean drive a couple from lights low a couple from moody blues and then a lot of them are from the deep house and then there's a couple of them that are from like the rock or like the stomp thing too so um, yeah yeah if you want to check out my playlist I'm happy to um, send that link in the discord because I can share it, I made it public on my profile. It's also available on Spotify. So it's in Apple Music and Spotify if you want it. So mine has 41 songs, it's one hour and 50 minutes. So if you're a live streamer, um, unless you're going more than two hours, you should be able to use pretty much the entire thing. Or you can go create your own playlist. But I actually went through and I listened to all the different tracks that they had in those albums so that I could like curate this list. (laughs) So there's that. what do we have here it says oh thank you oh you're welcome you're very welcome thank you for making the music and letting us have it um other than that if you want up until up until i started using creator mix most of the music that i was using um and if you were to like do a super chat and stuff i like usually would play a song i'm not saying you have to do that i'm saying what i usually do I play a song from my list, and a lot of that music is all coming from um, Audio Hero. So, Audio Hero, if you are a paid member of TubeBuddy, has a license where you can download like 10 songs a month for free. So, I just have a whole bunch I've downloaded into a library, and then I just um, pick and choose randomly when I'm live streaming. So, <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, I would love to have you come on and talk about how broken the YouTube Content ID system is. I would love to have you on to talk about whatever you want. I'd love to have you on to just chat any day. You know that you need no reason. So, but yes, absolutely. Whenever you're ready. uh, Yes, for sure. You want to check out my playlist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can post it in the discord. Um, Let me see here. I might be able to. Let me see while I'm at it. Because I think I have a, a thing, a link where I can do that. One second, checking the music library here for a minute. Let me, um, jam up the music and see if I can get you that link. Oh, I think I can one second. I think I put that link in that was faster than I thought. So that should be the link that should take you directly to my creator mix. Um, and you should see it says like, um, Shelly's creator mix by Shelly and it has the 41 songs and you can, it's also on Spotify. So you can also, um, just link to it, download it. If you're using apple music or play it, whatever. There you go. There you go. I'll also post it in discord though, just in case for anyone else, we were originally talking though about YouTube shorts and things that YouTube shorts social team has told me. Questions on things that we've covered or other questions about shorts. I would love to get into that. Please let me know. What do you got? What do you got? Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Otherwise, just enjoy some jams together with me. You're welcome. No one else has any questions. I'm gonna let you go. We had um, quite a longer stream than I even thought we were going to have, but it's nice to chat with y'all. Make sure on the way out that you, um, you know, do the YouTube things, you know, hit that subscribe button if you haven't hit that like button, maybe, you know, join memberships. If you think you want to join us for some member only live streams and, and join us in the discord, all the things. Okay. So I thank you so much for hanging out with me this, Saturday. I know it's like weird that I'm streaming on a Saturday and not just a Thursday. I don't think it's going to be a normal thing, but you never know. Never can tell. So, uh, tune in and I will see you all next time. Thank you so much. And I will see you in a stream or a video very soon. Bye y'all.